Well, good morning, everybody. Check out this National Geographic I found. <clears throat> Jesus and the Origins of Christianity. I've only read a few pages. It's, uh, it's. I mean, it's not a religious-based National Geographic. It's just a fact and history-based National Geographic. But the thing that really got me about this was it's 20 bucks. $20 Canadian for National Geographic. That's pretty wild. <sighs> anyway, uh, good morning. So I had a big plan of doing some crazy April Fool's Day thing where I started talking about how uh, I'm running for the NDP in my area because I believe in communism or, you know, I'm moving to Bangladesh because I just really want to try the food or something like that. But I just couldn't quite get into it. So I decided that I would, um, well, I wasn't going to do a live. I was just kind of going through the Facebook feed, looking at some comments and stuff. And I realized uh, that I posted a, <laughs> I posted something a few days ago and a bunch of people's heads exploded, of course, which they always do. It's just, you know, I'm, I have some weird way of making people's heads explode. Um, but they didn't bother to, actually think about what I said and use that information in order to, you know, do something themselves. They expected me to spoon feed them and guide them, hold their hand and, and direct them as they expect people to do for them. Anyway, that's not what I do. Usually I, I, I sometimes I'll post something and I just want people to think about it, keep it in mind for when they uh, see or hear something they should speak out against. So, <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, before I go any further, I guess I should wish our Premier a, a happy birthday. Uh, it is Danielle Smith's birthday today, so happy birthday, Premier Smith. Hope you have a wonderful day, and thank you for your service to the province. Now, getting on with it, I'm going to share a... Uh, I'll, I'll share the screen with a post I did five days ago. Hometown. Cafe. There we go. So let's break this down. <clears throat> Over the last few weeks, I've heard some radio ads from, uh, in particular, the NDP, because to be fair, those are the ones that I usually pay attention to because I, obviously, I'm a little bit biased because I don't agree with what they, what their platform or their party stands for. Um, so I'm very attentive to it. I'll try to be more attentive to the UCP stuff. Although from what I've heard, it hasn't been as blatantly obvious false as this. So what this post said was, good evening, all. Have you heard the radio commercials from the Alberta NDP? They're blatantly lying about our current government. Did you know the Canadian Radio Broadcasting Commission is supposed to deal with this type of stuff? If you have a concern about the lies that our taxpayer-funded radio stations are allowing to air, you should contact the CRTC at the CRTC's web address, uh, Complaints Department. <clears throat> Also, you should contact your radio stations and ask them why they're allowing a political party to air ads in which they lie about either current about current issues, including what our government is doing. Don't allow this BS from either side. Now, <clears throat> my intention here wasn't to spoon feed people exactly what was said, when it was said, or why it was said, who said it. It was to say, if you happen to hear these things, say something about it. Don't allow it like if you hear a radio ad 
and you know it's a lie, say something about it from either side. So let's go through some of the comments here. It's actually a little bit funny. There's not very many comments, so we could probably even look at them all. Uh, some people agreeing. Uh, my fake friend, Gail Clive, who's too scared to have a real Facebook profile, says best report the UCP to. Absolutely. If you hear a radio ad in which the UCP are lying, report it. Uh, what are they lying about? What's the lie? And then here comes the explosions. Weird. Nobody will tell us what the lie is. It's going to be tough to file the complaint when, when it's just a guy on Facebook told me so. And then some of this bullshit. Uh, again, more bullshit, uh, like scam stuff. Uh, inquiring minds want to know what's the lie, Whistle Stop Cafe. I don't think it's inquiring minds. I think it's a bunch of trolls who are too lazy to try and listen and do the work themselves, but whatever. I've been asking for the past 14 hours. Nobody has told me. I have a job and I don't go through all this stuff and answer everybody's questions like this. I guess it's a secret. Maybe it's code for something. Another Q code. Because they haven't got a clue. You would think the poster would answer, kind of like Jim Jones. Don't trust me. Question me. I'm telling you, you should question what you hear. Look at this. This is cool. Anyway, so there's a bunch of that, a bunch of heads exploding. People that are obviously trolls to the page uh, have no interest in anything constructive. And here we go. Johnny Freedom, he's actually a supportive fella. Uh, and just P.S., just so you know, um, I've never said that I won't be voting for my UCP candidate. So there's a big assumption in there. But anyway. Here we go. And finally, someone actually does uh, something constructive. And Aaron posts, well, I finally heard the commercial. It was about Daniel Smith bringing up the idea of paying for doctor's visits with a recording of her saying, does a regular doctor's visit need to be covered 100%? So is there different commercials? You might not like the NDP party or Rachel Notley. No, I don't. And that's great. But wasting time of people at the CRTC and radio stations because you don't like what they said really shows your character. I don't like lots of people, but I would never tell other people they are lying when they're not. Yes, you would. As a matter of fact, you've said stuff about me lying when I'm not. Uh, you want to fight for Canadians, then be upfront. Not these posts with vague wording. It makes you look shifty. Okay. First of all, anybody who's heard these radio ads that I'm referring to and has any kind of common sense or intelligence should be able to pick out the lies within it. Uh, let's find the other tab here. I'm going to share something else. Chrome tab. There we go. This one. Yeah. Okay. So the attack ad that has been on the, on the radio, uh, paid for by the Alberta NDP is it's the same kind of thing as this article in city news is talking about paper written by Alberta Premier Daniel Smith sparks debate over health spending accounts. So basically what the Premier is saying is that uh, Albertans should have a uh, health spending account to cover things that aren't currently covered by Alberta Health. Did you catch that? 
in addition to the already publicly funded health care that we receive, that we don't have to pay for, the premier is saying, hey, maybe we should have a health spending account that people can use for things that aren't currently covered, aren't currently covered. Okay. So this article can be found at City News um, under the title of Alberta Danielle Smith Health Spending Accounts. So if you want to read it later, go ahead and read it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put the whole thing up. I'm just going to get the points here. Okay. So our uh, opposition leader, Rachel Notley tweets, facts matter. This is a move by Daniel Smith to dismantle public health care. Now, my issue with this statement is very simple. This is the statement or is very similar to what you're going to hear on the radio. It starts with facts matter. But as we've seen over the course of however many years, facts do not matter to the NDP. They do not matter to the federal NDP or the provincial NDP because they're the same party. Um, they don't matter to the federal liberals either. And you know what? Sometimes they don't matter to the CPC or the UPC as well, or the UCP as well. Uh, and we should point that out in addition to this. So um, so Rachel Notley has retweeted a tweet by Gabriel Fabro, MD, MPH, blah, blah, whatever. I have no idea who that is. One special appointment gobbles up the entire $380 spending account or one ER visit, one-tenth of a surgery, one month of common meds, one often prescribed, one one-hundredth of some chemotherapies, one-eighth a day of, in hospital, one-twentieth of a day in ICU. That would be That is totally factual. But the point that they're missing is that that health spending account is not for those things. Those things are already covered. And actually, if you want to get right down to the nitty-gritty, um, only the smallest expense of our healthcare is covered, which is a doctor's visit, unless you end up in the hospital or the ER or an ICU or whatever, because those things are very expensive. But our common health uh, spending, doctor's visits and such, is not very much money. As a matter of fact, I think it's about $40 a visit, what uh, a doctor's visit costs. The real costs come in uh, pushing us onto pharmaceutical treatments, in which people make billions and billions of dollars. But that's another talk for another day. So Rachel Notley continues to tweet and put the same information in radio ads. P.S. by the way, FYI information. Alberta families are struggling so much to make ends meet as it is. Maybe that's because you dismantled part of our resource industry in our province and uh, allowed the federal government to push us into a carbon tax that now pay uh, that now we pay, I think, 18 cents per liter on gasoline and 21 on diesel. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Rachel Notley, quote, they should not have to pay out of pocket to see a family doctor. Yet this is exactly what Daniel Smith is proposing. Facts matter, Rachel Notley. Daniel Smith did not say that people should have to pay out of pocket to see a family doctor. She said that the province should offer people a health spending account that they can be used for doctors, visits, and treatments that aren't currently covered under Alberta Health. So you would still not have to pay out of pocket to see a doctor. I agree with this last statement from Rachel Notley, 100%. Uh-oh. Albertans get loud and fight for public health care. In other words, Albertans get loud and fight to keep the current government in place, who is fighting for our health care, who has improved the situation in hospitals and ERs to some small degree, 
and is talking about getting Albertans access to health care that is not currently covered under public health spending. And stop clicking on that. Continuing on, the Premier responds. I'm committed to public health care. Health spending accounts are a bonus for, oh, for fart's sakes, for Albertans to pay for services not covered by AHS. Rachel Notley knows this, but she doesn't care about the truth. That is a fact. The NDP, Rachel Notley, and their gang of hooligans do not care about the truth at all. They care about causing you to believe that the UCP or conservatives, for that matter, don't care about anyone and they're going to dismantle everything, which is exactly the opposite. Conservatives are conservative because they understand we can't fund these things unless we make good financial decisions. I'm going to read this again. Danielle Smith, responding to Rachel Notley's tweet. I'm committed to public health care. Health spending accounts are a bonus for Albertans to pay for services not covered by AHS. At Rachel Notley knows this, but she doesn't care about the truth. She'd rather spin than give real feedback on how to improve our current system. Now, I get that the opposition government's job is to oppose government. But in this case, would it not be more constructive to say, you know what? Um, I'm going to oppose this $380 health spending account that allows Albertans to get services and treatments that isn't covered by Alberta Health already. It should be $500 because then people could get the services they really need. So let's really do something good. Yes, government, that's a good idea to have Albertans uh, be able to access these things, but let's make it worthwhile for them. <sighs> Here it is again. Daniel Smith. This is Rachel Notley. Daniel Smith has decided Albertans need to start paying for their health care. Or they can hit up grandma and grandpa. Or they can fundraise. Let's be clear about what this really is. A complete dismantling of our public health care system as we know it. Facts matter. And the fact is, this is a lie. It is a complete lie. And it's being aired on radio stations right now. It is. That's the lie. The lie is... The lie is that the UCP government is dismantling the healthcare system and people are going to have to pay out of pocket. That is a lie. That's not what's going on here. So I would say <clears throat> that it's important when we hear these lies from either side that we say something about it. Send a message to that political party or that MLA or that MLA candidate. Send a message to the CRTC asking them why they are allowing our taxpayer-funded media sources to be used as untruthful propaganda machines by political parties. It's a problem. It's it's no different than when the NDP was attacking. Um, uh, Stephen Harper for wanting to revamp the, what's, what was it called? Uh, it was the Canadian Waters Navigation Act or something like that in which any body of water uh, that you wanted to build something near or on, for instance, like a walking bridge or a bridge for that matter, you had to run through a bunch of red tape with, you know, 
Canadian navigational service and stuff, just in case uh, there was a steamship on a lake someday that was going to hit a bridge. You know, and then people said, oh, Stephen Harper is giving our lakes to drilling rigs. <laughs> Idiots. It was a lie. There's so much of it. And to be fair, it comes from both sides. So call it out. Uh, somebody asked if there's links I'd like to listen. I went on the uh, couple radio station sites and you can't specifically find links to the ads. So just listen to the radio. You'll hear it. Uh, you'll hear political ads from both sides and be very attentive to them. If you hear something that's a lie, report it specifically to the radio station, because if I was the owner of a radio station, actually, I really don't think those guys care because they're cabillionaires with partially taxpayer-funded companies. Anyway, uh, if I was a radio station owner, I wouldn't want my service to be used as a propaganda arm for a uh, communist party. I mean, the uh, New Democratic Party. So a lot of the stuff you hear is a smear campaign. Now, why would... A political party rely on a smear campaign rather than uh, telling the truth about what they want to do. Well, I mean, I, I don't know the minds of a communist, but I can tell you that oftentimes when people don't have something good to offer from themselves, they don't have a good plan that's going to make life better for people. Um, they they have to talk about the other guys and make them look bad so that you won't vote for those guys because of this bad thing that they've said about them. <clears throat> so a very good example right now is uh, even within our own, uh, uh, our own government and our own UCP. <clears throat> I hear a lot of times, um, you have to do this other, pardon me, not from the government, but from organizations outside the government supporting re-election of the UCP. I hear them say things like, you have to support this guy or, or woman, or we'll end up with an NDP government. So they're saying you have to do this because you should be more scared of the other guys than this guy. Now I've got a big problem with that. And I, I had a problem with that with the independence party as well. I had a problem with constantly hearing how bad the other guys were. And I didn't hear what the independence party was going to do better. And I made that known. I've I've said that to a lot of people, including uh, Pastor Art. But it didn't really stop. It kept going. And I don't think that's how we should be trying to win government, win elections, whether it's municipal, provincial, or federal. We should be focusing on what we're going to do better, as the Premier did with this health spending account. It came to her attention that, hey, there's some Albertans that can't afford to go and see a chiropractor. They can't afford to go get a massage when they need it. You know, what are we going to do about this? Well, maybe the government could offer a health spending account. Let's make things better for people. Let's improve people's lives by sharing the wealth of the resources from this province. Is that a bad thing? I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Um, when it comes to the NDP, they're very focused on healthcare and education. But as we've seen, the NDP government at any level, in any province, doesn't improve healthcare. They throw a bunch of money at things. They get a bunch of their friends rich. Once they're elected, um, you know, the people that have supported them, the union bosses and that, they sit on the provincial boards and they sit on uh, hospital boards and stuff like this, and they get lots of taxpayer money and bonuses and benefits. And that's great for them. But does it really help the average Albertan? It doesn't. 
And that's because these socialist-minded governments, and I'm not saying that social programs are bad. I'm saying that socialist thinking in which you just throw more money at things and pretend it's getting better is detrimental to society. Conservatives believe that, hey, we have some problems in our healthcare system. We are in the top uh, 25% in cost for our healthcare, and we're in the bottom 25% in quality of service. Now, why is that? We, we spend 49% of our provincial revenue on healthcare. That is a very, very big number. I would, I would argue that we don't have a funding or a money problem. We have an accountability and responsibility problem when it comes to healthcare in this province. Maybe if we took a conservative approach and determined how much um, bang for the buck we're getting for our tax dollars within the healthcare system, we could improve things without having to throw a bunch more money at it. But unfortunately, that doesn't fit with the communist socialist goals of the NDP in which their friends, the pigs, get fatter and, and richer and they sit at the table with the humans and dine and the rest of us animals uh, can't recognize them as human beings anymore. Does that make any sense? Communism and socialism throughout history have benefited a small number of people greatly. A small group of elite, um, it's awesome for them. But for the average person, it's not. They campaign with promises of not leaving anybody behind and lifting people out of poverty. But then when you realize what's actually going on, it doesn't happen. And it won't happen in this case if you would elect an NEP government in this province. They're not going to make things better. That's not to say that they don't have some good points in their uh, platform or their campaign. Uh, they do have some good points. But overall, it is a dangerous path to take, and it's not going to benefit the lives of Albertans. So is it important to take the time to pay attention to this stuff and hold people accountable for the things they say? I would say it is. The future of the province is on the line. The future of your children is on the line your grandchildren. And uh, if you're not willing to set aside your hate or disdain for a certain political stripe in order to protect the future of your family, we're lost. <clears throat> it's like uh, I was reading some comments on another Facebook post this morning. Uh, it was about a, uh, a guy in Texas who used a Apple, what is it called? An Apple Air tag or whatever to locate his stolen truck and ended up shooting the thief. And some guy said, this is what this is what Albertans want to do to the homeless. What? Albertans want to put air tags on homeless people and shoot them? That's a lie. Facts matter. And then getting into the comments, he says, well, this is what the UCP want to do. This is exactly, this is exactly what the UCP want to do. Really? The UCP exactly want to put air tags on people and catch them and shoot them? That's a complete lie. But this guy's an NDP supporter because he's a have-not and he wants more from the government. He wants more. Give me more because I don't have anything. Give me something from somebody else because I don't have anything. Of course he's going to love the NDP because they tell him that that's what they're going to do. Oh, we're going to take money from big corporations and we're going to give it to you. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're going to pretend they do, 
but then they're going to do things like uh, start a government program with taxpayer money. They're going to install their friends to manage those programs. Their friends are going to get rich. And by the time the money trickles down uh, that have not, that is busy saying that the UCP wants to kill homeless people is going to have the same as he has today. Nothing. And at the same time, uh, these corporations and wealthier people that do things to employ people and and drive the economy and, and move things forward are going to say, you know what, screw this. I'm Why would I want to work for a pittance? The government's going to take all my money and give it to people that aren't earning it. I'm not going to be in business anymore. And then things get progressively worse. So it's important to pay attention. And if you're one of those people that legitimately wants to vote NDP because you actually believe that their policies are more beneficial to the province than what the uh, conservatives are doing or what the independence party wants for that matter. You should really set aside uh, your color vision and stop hating everything just because it's blue and look at what's going on. Listen to what's going on. Find out the truth about what these political parties want to do and then make your decision. Because voting orange just because it's not blue Oh boy, would be a uh, it'd be a it'd be a tough time for this province. Uh, there is another option, by the way. It isn't just orange and blue; it's orange, blue, and Alberta. And I know that over the last few days, there's been a lot of turmoil and heads explode about what's going on with the Independence Party of Alberta. But at the core of that party and what they want to do. They have some really good ideas. So I would say, get to know it. Find out what they want to do. And if you find yourself in a situation where, you know, the, the UCP candidate in your area is terrible, corrupt Kenny boy, and you can't vote for them in good conscience, you don't have to throw your vote away on communism. You could actually vote for the third option, which aside from the turmoil that's going on right now, is a good option for Alberta. And no, that doesn't mean that if you vote for the Independence Party that Alberta is going to leave Canada the next day. It simply means that you're one of the Albertans that believe that Albertans need to do something different. And we need some leverage to negotiate a better deal within Confederation. And if we can't, why would we stay? Because let me ask you this. If you're one of those people that jumps up and down screaming, Chris, you're a dirty separatist. How dare you? How dare you uh, threaten the unity of Canada? Let me ask you something. As an Albertan, if Alberta was a uh, sovereign nation right now, and Canada approached Alberta and they offered us the deal we currently have to join Confederation, would you want to do it? Would you agree to that deal? Would you agree to? giving our uh, hard-earned money from resource development and extraction from agriculture, would you agree to give that to other province so, provinces so they could have better services? Would you agree to not have enough voice within the federal government to make any decisions that, char that uh, charted the course for the country? Would you agree to have... Um, the federal government have the power to invade your life, to impose taxes on you without proper representation. Would you agree to those things? 
if you answer yes, then by all means, you know, uh, push back against a independence referendum. But if you find yourself in the position where you wouldn't want to join with those terms, you really need to ask yourself if we should try to get those terms changed. And if you want those terms changed, you need to think about how we can do it. And I would put forward that there's only one way, and one way is negotiation, which requires leverage. Referendum and independence is the leverage. Anyway, pay attention to what's going on. Uh, it's a big day today. It's the Independence Party AGM in uh, Edmonton. They got their hands full. They got quite the mess that's been created. And uh, we're going to see in the next week or so how that works out. In the meantime, um, I do believe that our current government is making, taking steps to improve things. Um, I support the Premier and what she's doing at the moment, even though she hasn't been able to do some of the things that some of us had hoped for. Uh, I can, you know, I can at least acknowledge that, uh, that they're trying and that changes are being made. So wherever you find yourself, whatever side of the fence you're on, uh, please remember <clears throat> that we're all different. We all have different opinions and uh, we're not going to change opinions by creating fake dog, human face, eye, bad eyebrow Facebook profiles and saying stupid things on the internet. We're going to change things by talking to each other and uh, and calling out lies when we see them and even congratulating people on when, when they tell the hard truth. So remember that and happy April fools. Oh, and uh, if you're in the Condor area, which is the Rimby Rocky mountain house, sundry CA uh, area, please come out and join us for a potluck supper. You can find the information on the muscle stop Facebook page. Uh, I'll be out there speaking with Tim Hovens on a variety of subjects, but the the most important part is that there's food. So let's go break bread together and have some fun. Have a great day, everybody.